0: Lord, open my lips that my mouth may proclaim your praise. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Was a Roman Catholic priest working in the inner city in Dublin, uh, working late in his ministry, late into the evening, and was uh, going back to the rectory via a, a dark alley when up behind him came a young man who then stuck a knife in his back and said, give me your money. The priest opened up his jacket, reached into his inner pocket to remove his wallet, and in doing so, exposed his clerical collar, at which point the young man said, Oh, I'm sorry, Father. I didn't see your collar. I don't want your money. And uh, the the man, the priest, uh, rather taken aback and a little bit scared at this point, uh, took out a cigar from inside his jacket pocket with his hand shaking and said, uh, would you like a cigar? And the young man said, oh, no, Father, I gave those up for Lent. See, we typically think of Lent as a time to give up something, to fast from something. But I think this joke really identifies the true nature of what Lent is about. There's a deeper meaning. It's a time that leads us to be completely honest. See, honesty is required of us during Lent. We're marked with ashes that were used and waved in the palm procession on Palm Sunday last year with hosannas ringing out. And they come back to be recycled into ashes. That sign with the imposition of the ashes, we say, Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. And we mark with those ash in the exact same place as we have been marked with the holy oil, a chrism of baptism. That same place we're marked with the ash, whether or not the little one just come into this world or one who is ready to depart this world. Uh, one of the most difficult things, and yet one of the most holy things, is to mark a young child with the mark of the cross of ash and say, Remember that you are dust, and to dust you, are, you shall return. Because that is the end of all of us. That is where we all go. We are dust, we're formed of dust, we're formed of the earth, Uh, God formed us of the earth, and now we return to dust. But society wants to avoid that, avoid us talking about that, don't they? Um, Let's just not talk about that, let's try and extend life forever and ever and ever. And so we don't get to talk about it. But Lent is that season where we do talk about it, And it requires an honesty of us to look at it, to look at these words. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Because with that, with those words, there's a truth. And the truth requires a decision of us. There's a decision to be made. For Lent reminds us of all mortality. It reminds us of finitude, of the deception of believing that we are in control of our lives. And remembering, remembering our mortality leads us to this honest question. Is that all there is? Is there anything other than mortality, finiteness, and uncertainty. And of course, the answer to that question for us is yes, of course, there is. Yes, of course, there is. Because there is a God who is from eternity to all eternity who lives outside of our time, who was from the beginning, who always was uncreated, and who always will be. And this God who through Christ leads us from dust to triumph. See, this God who comes close to us. But we're required to see that coming close in the light of our mortality that we just don't get immortality there was a cost for us to receive our immortality and it comes through Jesus taking on our sin that's what it says in the second in Paul's second letter to the church in Corinth he who knew no sin became sin for us Every single one of our sins was, was with him as he was nailed to the cross. So yes, in answer to that question, is, there, is there this all that there is? No. There is so much more. But the thief is completely blind to the paradoxical nature of his actions. He's giving up something external that is admittedly bad for him. It's not good for him to be smoking cigars and completely blind to the fact that his moral actions are leading him to destruction. Oftentimes are we also a little bit blind to the paradoxical nature of our fasts during Lent? Because sometimes giving up something, fasting, can be a source of spiritual pride. Pope Francis has said this, we must be careful not to practice a formal fast or one which in truth satisfies us because it makes us feel good about ourselves. And another author wrote, the giving up part of Lent is meant to be something significant enough that you notice the sacrifice, but not so huge that it becomes a source of spiritual pride in other words do we give up sweets but hang on to a sour disposition to hatred or unforgiveness do we fast from facebook but hang on to guilt or shame do we fast from caffeine but hang on to self-sufficiency do we give up wine but hang on to whining negativity, and blame. He lent us a time for honesty, for the realization of the inadequacy of our own resources. There was an army officer who for more than 35 years had been a heavy drinker. This was not helped by the fact that he had the temperament of a tough master sergeant long after he'd become a colonel. One day, this colonel was invited to speak to a group of doctors. He described to these physicians a personality change that he'd experienced. Now, he declared, he was as temperate as he had once been intemperate, as considerate as he had once been severe, as concerned for others as he had once been selfish. In the audience was a psychiatrist of the school which says that personalities are set very early in life. He protested that at his age, he certainly couldn't have had a personality change. Well, replied the colonel, a member of Alcoholics Anom- Anonymous, At least I am under new management. (laughs) See, that's what Lent's about, isn't it? If we're left to our own devices, we are dust, and to dust we shall return. But God comes in, and we're placed under new management. So it reminds us, Lent reminds us, that our very existence comes from God. We are owed nothing. We have nothing coming to us. Instead, he comes to us in his great love and puts us under new management. So this Lent, let me encourage you to ask this question. Why do I need a Savior? Why do I, why do each of you, why do I need a yes, we know that the world needs a saviour because the world is fallen and we're separated from God. And it's great if we can leave it out there at uh, arm's length. And we know that, yes, Christ came for the world to bring those back into relationship with God. But during Lent, the question is, why do I need a saviour? What are the sins in my life for which I need a savior? If I fast from something, hopefully it reminds me of the deeper moral issues that the Lord would have me wrestle with. And as we go through Lent, we're invited, we will be shortly, to deepening our prayer life, to deepening our reading of scripture Perhaps as the Lord opens up this path for you, as he reveals to you why I need a saviour, why you need a saviour personally, besides the world needing the saviour. If words come to you, go to the concordance. You can find a concordance online or in the back of most Bibles. If there's a word that comes to you, take that word and go and look through the scriptures. If the word is unforgiveness, if the word is negativity, if the word is anger, if the word is pride, whatever the word is, and just spend Lent Going into the scripture and just reading it slowly. Lenten means to to lengthen. So our days are to lengthen, our time is to slow down. I'm one of those people, that's really difficult for me to do. But this is the season that we slow down and we dig into the world, into the word. So I encourage you to ask this question of yourself every day. Why do I need a Savior? What are the sins that without a Savior, but for a Savior, would take you to eternal death? And then ask him to place you under new management so that you can fast from things that would lead to death so that on Easter morning, let me tell you, when we've done this for 40 days... On Easter morning, we can burst forth into joy that our dust has been turned into triumph through Jesus' sacrifice for us. Amen.